Hey, leaders, it's your girl Erin here. And you know, I'm itching to give a big fail yet to somebody out there in podcast land. This week, I'm going to shout out to Chi-Town Runner 22 for subscribing and leaving us a review. So Chi-Town Runner 22 writes, I'm truly obsessed with this podcast. Erin makes you feel like your best friends while also giving some majorly helpful business advice. These episodes are fun, interesting, and funny, which is the podcast trifecta. Shytown Runner 22. First of all, you sound very fit. Second, I bet you have great calves. And third, thank you. We are best days. And truly, when I create these episodes, I want you to feel that way. So I've created an avatar of who you are, not you specifically, Chi-Town Runner 22, but you, our audience, and I pretend like I'm talking to you. So know that I'm sitting in a closet with yoga pants on in a really old hoodie, dreaming of who you are so I can give you a what you need. Thank you, Chi-Town Runner 22, and a big fail yeah to you. So leaders, if you enjoyed today's episode, I want to encourage you to go over to iTunes to rate us and give us a review. I'll be reading reviews here and I want to give you a big fail. Yeah, you have no idea how helpful this is in helping other future failed at leaders find us. So please do it. Now, let's get to failing it. Hey there, my name is Erin Deal, and I'm a half-Southern, half-Midwestern mama, some call this voice a nasal twang, who took $5,000 to build and scale a one-of-a-kind experiential organization that improves the lives of corporate professionals through personal development, humanity, and humor. Along the way, I've built client relationships with some of the most notable companies in the country, all while attracting a rock star team of experts and hilarious facilitators. Sounds pretty awesome, right? Well, what I didn't tell you is that my resume also includes a long list of comedy shows I bombed, improv teams I didn't make, companies who told me no, and many a heartache when it came to becoming a mother. I want to show you the real deal of the grit, creativity, and determination it takes to overcome your disappointments, embrace the suck, and design the career you could only dream about. I believe we all have our own unique gifts that we bring to the world, and it is our mistakes that help to unwrap them. Welcome to Failed It. Beep, beep. All right, that's right. It's 6 a.m. and time for your morning workout. You schlop out of bed, you throw on the workout clothes, and then you rush to feel the burn. You get it done. You quickly shower, you iron your shirt, and you get dressed. Now it's 8 a.m. and your kid has a fever and has ever so graciously decided that your shirt should be the landing pad for his breakfast. You're running late already, but you get yourself and him together and you get out the door. Before you go, you notice the crumbs on the kitchen floor from the night before. Ugh, I'll get it tomorrow, you say to yourself while sherping the day's necessities out the door. Now you drop him at school, you grab a cup of joe, and you head into the office. He's sick again, your boss asks. Yes, you mutter while making no eye contact. You then set your phone right next to your laptop just in case the school calls for you to come get him. Again, you open your laptop and you start going through the 50 emails in your inbox. And you know, the emails from other people asking you to help them. It's now 3 p.m. and your morning java has lost its juice. So you grab another cup and you head into your meeting. 
Now you've prepared for this meeting, but now new people have been invited and your portion of the meeting is limited. It's fine. You still got in your main points and they had to be impressed with your research. A coworker in the meeting asks you for help for another project and where in the world will you find time for that? By 5 p.m., you've made it through the day and so has your son. Praise hands! You shut down your laptop, you put it in your bag, and you go pick up your little nugget. Now, you've only got an hour and a half before he goes to bed, so you have to make the time count. Homework, taking out the dog, bath, story time. And then they're off to dreamland. Then it's meal prep, an hour of your e-learning course, a few emails for your side hustle that you keep dreaming about, and a quick shower. You fall asleep doing a social media scroll for the next six hours before you wake and do it all again tomorrow. Now, does any of this hit close to home? Does it all hit close to home? Am I in your home? Now, maybe this all too sounds like your day-to-day. This notion that we have to do all the things makes us feel like we're failing at all of them. Now, if you feel these feels, I want you to keep listening because I've got the goods for you to break this theory that we can and we have to do it all. These three tips will help you boss up and fail into a new and improved, more composed and confident you. Here are our three main points. So number one, outsource like the biz nastiest boss you know. Say it again, outsource like the biz nastiest boss you know. You know those people that seem to have it all together. You know, the ones who walk in with their hair curled, their eyebrows on point, a full outfit put together, their coffee in hand, ready to take on the day with the attitude of Beyonce's alter ego, Sasha Fierce. Now, you too can have it all, or at least be a part of Destiny's Child, with the help of some friends. Now, Beyonce was not built in a day, and she did not get her Queen Bay status by doing her own thing. The girl has got a stylist, a choreographer, a makeup artist, a glam squad, nannies for Blue Ivy and the twins, assistants and people who help her do what she does best, be Beyonce. Now, she outsources everything she can so she can fill our souls with lemonade and help remind us who runs the world. That's right, girls. So what can you eliminate and delegate so you can do what you do best? And where in the world do you start? I've got three easy steps, okay? Number one, step one, I want you to make a list of everything that you do in a typical day. Now, from the things that you do at home, from the things you do in the office, write them all down. Now that you've written them down, okay, I want you to circle the things that you love to do. Only the things you love. So it could be anything on that list. And maybe there's not anything on that list that you love to do. If not, we've got to have another podcast episode for that. But circle the things that you love to do, okay? Now, I want you to look through the list of things that aren't circled. And I want you to highlight which items you can outsource. So the things that you love to do, keep on your list. The things that are not circled, I want you to put a star or a highlight next to that you could outsource. So does vacuuming your floors make you cringe? See what you can move around in your budget to get somebody to clean for you once a month. Is social media a part of your daily task at work? And are there more important things that you could actually spend your time doing? So when I first started Improve It, 
It took me a year actually to quit my full-time job and work solely on the business. And my husband and I made a promise that I would make back my salary the first year. And I was determined, but I was also terrified, okay, to spend money on anything. And I worked from home in coffee shops. And I'm going to caveat that with I did spend money on coffee. Um, I did all of our social media. I prospected potential clients. I went to networking events. I conducted sales calls. I sent the proposal and the agreement and the invoice. Yeah, da, 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 da. I basically did it all. And then I prepped the workshops. I staffed the workshops. I facilitated the workshops. And then I rinsed and repeated. So on top of this, I was still building my name in the comedy world. So in the evenings, I would perform, I would rehearse, or I would be in class. And by the way, um, this was the second year of my marriage. So I was also trying to balance being a newlywed. And I want to give a shout out and a side note to the most supportive husband in the world because he was super cool while I did this. So I was doing what he likes to call burning the candle which is burning the candle at both ends, but we call it burning the candle um, or sometimes the candy, Um, which meant at the end of the day, I would literally come home, say hi to him and our eight pound toy poodle, big deal. That is his name, big deal. Um, And then I would face plant on our couch. And so the weekends were spent catching up on sleep, but then I'm also a super type A person. And so I was cleaning our apartment because it was both my living and my working space. It was just too much. And something had to give. And in order to make money, I had to spend money. So after many a discussion, I convinced John, aka the hubs, to get a cleaning service once a month. And this not only eased my must-clean anxiety on the weekends, but it actually allowed me to focus on John and Big when I was at home versus the dust bunny that was collecting under the couch. And then I decided from there, so I've got this now, I have a cleaning service. I also decided to hire an intern. So I posted at local universities and I want to give a pro tip here. Make sure your job description is super engaging and inviting. And I like to try to sound cool, even though I'm middle-aged or my mid-30s, I should say. Um, So I try to make it really fun and act like I'm trendy and cool. So I met and interviewed one girl and was so grateful to have the help. And together over time, I slowly ripped that delegation band-aid off. And we created a really robust intern manual that has been updated and tweaked many times, but it literally still stands today. And now we have a really great intern program at Improve It that helps mentor young women. And I want to caveat here, we would take a guy, FYI. We just have had zero applicants. But our interns also do a great job of referring new interns. So we make work fun for them. And being such a small business, they're truly able to see the impact of their work. So you too can hire an intern by posting at a local college or university, provide them with an awesome experience, set goals and expectations that you want for them, and then have them set theirs. And make sure that you adhere to both of those expectations, okay? Because you have a job for them to help you do, but also they are doing this for either some type of college credit or a stipend. So you really want to make sure that they're getting a lot out of this process as much as you're getting the help from them. So spend your time doing what you should be doing and what makes the most sense to you. And then if you're interested, you can see some of the blogs of our interns past in the show notes just to see the impact that they've left with us and also the impact that they've had through this internship. Hey, friends, are you working from home? 
did I catch you in your car? Or even while getting ready, which if you're like me in the mornings, it's the business mullet. A work shirt in the front or on top and sweatpants in the back or on the bottom. Are you craving more connection in your workday? Do you want a support group of professionals who want to learn, laugh, and be supported by positivity during this time? Well, I and our awesome cohort have your back with Improve It's WFH Workshop From Home membership. Now, don't just hear it from me. Here are some quotes from our founding members. Being a part of the WFH membership has been a breath of fresh air during this unexpected remote work situation. Improve It's WFH membership is so fun and engaging that it makes me forget I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I have been loving the WFH membership with Improve It. It has provided me with exactly the content I needed to help my team work remotely for the first time. Now, as a WFH member, you will receive one live virtual interactive workshop with your fellow community, an automatic ticket to our weekly live virtual webinars or recording to watch it whenever works best for you, a three-week DIY e-learning course built in conjunction with the monthly workshop, mini coaching sessions with yours truly, an online community, laugh and lunch events with our hilarious improv professionals, and an exclusive weekly newsletter to members that gives you all the weekly deets. So come laugh and learn with me and this awesome group of professionals. The last date to sign up for our July cohort is June 30th at 11.59 p.m. And you can find that in our show notes. I cannot wait to laugh and learn alongside of you. After hiring our first intern, I thought, okay, now where in the world are we going to work? My couch, the kitchen? So I just ended up spending money on a co-working space, Novel Coworking, um, which we are still at today. And instead of being in the co-working space, we now have an office. So this was a very nominal fee. It made me and my new intern feel more legit um, as the energy of being around other small businesses was enticing and energetic. And on top of that, I was able to structure my day. So then I left work at work. So when I got home, I would, of course, have emails or small things here and there, but I felt like I had a start and an end to my day versus it all blending together while working from home. So by outsourcing all these things, my life felt like a new shape. I was more productive. I was a better wife and a better dog mom because of it. My business continued to grow, which meant I actually had money to pay for these things. And I was happier, which was the most important part. Now, remember, Beyonce was not built in a day. So this will take time. Stay the course, my friends, and it will pay off in more ways than one. So now five years later, um, from when all this happened, I now have a miracle baby son and he does happen to get sick a lot from daycare. And like, I couldn't, you know, go anywhere, do anything for three weeks sick. So my husband and I were kind of playing Tetris with our schedules and deciding who would stay home with him when. So now we've outsourced to Nanny and she has changed our lives and made it so much easier. And we use a grocery, a grocery delivery service to get my groceries. And we outsource so many aspects of the business in order to do what I do best, which is to be the voice, the vision, and the coach in my business. So these are my three pillars and areas of focus at work, which are all leading me to my next tip. Number two, this is number two tip, find your big three. Okay, 
I want you to go back to that list of everything that you do in a day and look at the things that you circled that you love to do at work only, at work only. So based on the love list, what themes are you seeing? Are there things that can fit into certain categories? So for example, when I look at my workday, things tend to fall into three categories, okay? One is my voice. So I use my voice for sales calls, for facilitation, for podcasting, very meta right now. My second pillar is vision or vision setting. So that's implementing things that help our growth plan, budget planning, accounting, recruiting are all examples. And then my third pillar is coach. And this includes um, any individual group or internal meetings that I have on any given day. So now I want you to take a sheet of paper and I want you to make a quadrant, okay? So first make a vertical line down the center and then a horizontal line. Label three of the four quadrants with your three pillars. So first decide what are your three pillars. Again, mine are vision, voice, coach. Yours could be something around those lines or whatever themes you're seeing from your list of things you love to do. Now, in each one of these quadrants, on the sheet of paper, you're going to write one of your three pillars. So for example, on the top left-hand side or Q1, I would put voice. On the top right-hand side or Q2, I would write vision. And then on the bottom left-hand side or Q3, I would write coach. Now the bottom right or your Q4 is your NRN category, which stands for not right now. So anything that is in your calendar, but it's not a part of your big three will be added to this quadrant. So these are the things that are not priorities or a part of your big three. So for example, if on my calendar, I've got a podcast recording that goes under Q1 voice. If I've got a budget update that goes under Q2 vision, I've got two internal meetings with my team that goes under Q3 coach. So then I've got a networking call that will take one hour of my day, but isn't something that I need to do. I will look at my to-dos and realize that the networking call can be moved. So I would reschedule that call and then I would focus only on my big three. Really what this is teaching you is to focus on the priorities and the vision that you have for yourself. So to help, we've created a big three freebie for you in the show notes and on our podcast page. So take a look in the show notes. You'll find this freebie to help you just outline what it is your quadrant looks like. Now, remember that this big three is for your workday only. You're always going to have a separate list for home. And that part is the most helpful. Being at home, you, comp- you compartmentalize being at home. And being at work, you compartmentalize your big three. So zeroing in on your big three while at work will help you realize that you don't have to do it all. You just need to do what is important and what matters most to you. Now, here is the third and final tip. Own your AM and PM. So now that you've gotten your workday structured, it's time to own those AMs and PMs like the boss that you are. So you are the boss of these times. Okay, so sometimes maybe your newborn is the boss, but it's up to you to decide how to spend it. So I could legit do an entire episode on morning routines. I'm obsessed with them. I love them. So I know this. I will do an episode on that, but they're so important. And they are really the only time of day that you're giving to yourself and not to anyone else. 
So get up one hour earlier and do something that makes you happy. Read a book, exercise, learn another language, do it for you, then start your day. Now, in the evening, I want you to have a wind-down routine that allows you to release the day and gives yourself time to relax. So things like peppermint tea, if you're a wine connoisseur, a glass of wine, reading a book without a screen, or just talking to your partner or a friend or hugging your pet. So set a time that you don't check email or look at your phone, and do not let others get in the way of your time to refresh and renew. Now, If there are items on your list that you can add to your AM or PM, add them. Of course, things like meal time are in there, but do you need to do laundry during the week? Can this be a weekend activity? Make an ideal list of what your mornings and evenings should be, then only do those things. You see, if you can outsource the things you don't need to do, focus on what you do best, and then own the times that you have alone or with family then you will feel in control. That unfortunate feeling of failure or I have to do it all and I can't comes when we think we're giving a lot to one area and not enough in another. But there will never be balance because the majority of our waking hours are spent at work. But if you can own the times that you aren't working and prioritize plan and make them yours, you will have nailed it rather than failed it. See what I did there? So what a ride. I feel more in control already, and I hope you did too. Remember, here are the three mental shifts that can help you fail forward with a plan. So number one, outsource like the biz nastiest person you know. Number two, find your big three pillars to serve your workday. And number three, own your AM and PM. Friends, if you're ready to get it all done like the leader you were meant to be, I want you to take a screenshot of you listening to today's episode and share it on social media so we can give you a big fail yeah. You can tag us on Instagram at learn to improve it with the hashtag failed it podcast. Check out the link in the show notes for details and for your big three freebie. And as always, remember, you have to fail in order to improve. We'll see you next time. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Failed It. I'm so happy you're along for the ride. And if you enjoyed today's show, head on over to iTunes to rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Wednesday. I'll see you next week, but want to leave you with this thought. What will you fail at today? And how will that help your future successful self? Think about it. I'm proud of you and you are totally failing it. See you next time.